This week's podcast sponsored by HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Hey everyone, welcome back to the PC Perspective Podcast. We've reached episode 729, and it's June 28, 2023, according to my screen. I'm Sebastian Peek. I'm Jeremy Holstrom. I'm Josh Walrath. I'm Brad Fansbremberg. And I'm Kent Burgess. Yeah, we're all back. All five of us, I think. Yeah. Well, there's a featured square if you're watching the video. It's just a placeholder uh, of a video. It's not a 4060. It's not a 4060. It's it's a little bit bigger than a 4060. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash pcper and enjoy the perks of the exclusivity of being such a supporter. Let's Mm. go to Laramie, Wyoming immediately. And check in with Josh, who's back. He's back in the studio, no less. Well, his home studio. Yes. I have a, well, it's my room. It's where I live. It's my existence anymore. But yes, today, Born in the Barn, uh, they didn't have a special. They they didn't get one new one rolled out. The last one was really good with the 50-50 burger. Yeah. But we don't need to go into that because they didn't have it anymore. But now this is this is the the tried and true the plainsman. Plainsman is two smashed patties with smoked bacon, jalapenos, chipotle ketchup. Uh, I think that's cheddar, but it's it was nice and melty. It was fantastic today. I don't know what they uh, what they did, but it really hit the spot. There's one other ingredient in there, but I forgot. All I know is it was kind of messy. It was really good. And the fries were nicely done as well. So, yeah, I'm on my 24-hour intermittent fasting after that one. Is everybody ready? Have you composed yourselves? Tell me about I had some scotch. So, okay, yeah, good. I'm, yeah, so I'm your fortified. Because we're about to talk about the RTX 4060. It launches tomorrow as we record this. The review embargo was 50% lifted today. So if you had a $300 card, you could release the review. But if you had anything over that, you have to wait until tomorrow morning. So we Except had... for those that didn't. Well, right. I mean, there's always that. We were provided by NVIDIA an Asus card, the Dual, which is their entry-level card. It's named the Dual because it has dual fans, in case you hmm. are not watching the video version of this. Compact card, $300... And it's small, and the GPU inside of it is small, and the VRAM is small, and the memory bandwidth is small. That's it. But it's got a lot of heart. It think it, it thinks it can. I mean, the, the TDP is small too. TGP, whatever you like to call it, 115 watts. I feel like people are just kind of over this whole 4060, 4060 Ti thing. I watched uh, Steve Burke's review at Gamers Nexus on YouTube. He's always He's, kind. He seemed subdued. I mean, I think that. Oh. The vitriol, maybe he's just kind of over the fire and brimstone at this point. I think he's just tired. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it, it takes energy to maintain vitriol, and well, <laughs> this year has been draining. Vitriolic. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> yes. If you're looking at the chart, I'll try to describe it. If you're not, uh, AD107 is the GPU behind the 4060, which kind of surprised me. I thought it'd be a cut down AD106. Since, as yet, we only have one product on 8106, that's the 4060 Ti. This one has 10 fewer SMs, which is a huge reduction. In CUDA cores, it's like 1,300 fewer CUDA cores, approximately. Yeah, it's like a 33% reduction. 
lower memory data rate too. It's only 17 gigabit per second effective on the same 128-bit bus, which means memory bandwidth goes down even more to 272 gigabytes per second. I am not sure exactly what's going on with this GPU because I should have asked the question, but uh, if you look up AD107, you'll find that it is supposedly a 146 millimeter squared GPU. But physically looking at one uh, under the heat sink here for this card, it appears to be closer to 180 something, which is more in line with AD106. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know if maybe there's a variant of AD107 that's actually based on a partially disabled AD106 or what. The reviewer's guide actually listed the RTX 4060 as having 22.9 billion transistors. So I'm like, oh, it's just the same. Uh, it's a cut down version, but then maybe it isn't. Or maybe there'll be a variant of it. Like the 3060 had variants, right? The different GPUs within. Does anybody you know, care? I, I, bet the, I bet they just fuse off stuff from, you know, partially nasty, you know, 106s. And so you got a model mm -hmm. that uses those rather than the 107. They're probably going to interchange what? them. What, why was the transistor count the same, though, between the two of them? Because well, you it's, see, it's got a question mark. Well, I, I put a question mark in our table because I have seen conflicting reports on that. I just need to reach out to my... And just Nvidia because it's content. fused off doesn't mean the transistors aren't there. Exactly. Yeah, I suppose. It doesn't say active But it doesn't explain the die size. Right. Hmm. No, it does not. Before the show, I had taken my little digital caliper here and was measuring... The actual GPU, which is labeled AD one hundred seven dash four zero zero dash A one, but it looks to be the same size as AD one hundred six. But I, you know what? I'd have to measure one of those two. The most important aspect of this card, however, is right up here on the corner, and I'll just switch to this photograph so you can see it better. That's a PCI Express eight pin power connector. Wow. I have, I have two of these RTX 4060 non-TI cards on hand, and they both have 8-pin connectors. It's it's the best connector, really, if you think about it. It's robust. Um, the Proven. Yeah. Reliable. Mm -hmm. uh, ubiquitous. Every power supply uh, that's at least within the last 10 or 15 years has that connector on it. Strong retention, I think I would say. Yeah, Good. when you clip into Solid that thing and you feel retention. that... That's you a know, very good in. pun. It's in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Positive engagement. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't mean the social media kind. This is for real. Yeah. But by all means, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, mm. The performance of this card, the non-TI, looking at this Asus Dual, is... Uh, I was very surprised when I was making these charts because I just had it in my head. Oh, it'll be a little behind the 4060 TI. No. It is... A little bit faster than a 6600 XT, depending on the game. And it is pretty far behind the Radeon RX 7600, which I have tested anew using the AMD reference card and the latest drivers. And I'm seeing a pretty nice uplift from the initial launch of the card. So the driver maturity is excellent. Fine wine, uh, really, with Radeon as usual. Uh, looking at Cyberpunk, which is a very, you know, demanding test, even at just the high preset at 1080, no ray tracing, anything like that. We have 87.83 frames per second with this 4060. 
And that is good for about six and a half frames per second over the 6600 XT. But it is still behind the RX 7600, which is about $50 less at this point. I think they're selling yep. those for $249 now. Relative to the 3060, so gen over gen, this is 10 frames per second faster in Cyberpunk. Expect high single digits to low double digit increases over the 3060. It is faster than the 3060. It does have less VRAM than a 3060. Mm-hmm. It's also well, way faster than the 3060. It's always faster than the 3060, though. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of the time, it's about the same. There are certain games that favor it. Oh, okay. But a lot of the time, you know, it just sort of pegs in around there. I, I guess. I haven't read everybody's review. I just know in my own testing, it, it was faster than a 3060. But, it, you know, game now, dependent. The 30, 3060 Ti yeah. looks in the mirror and says, we will bury you, decadent rodent. And yeah. just oh, yes. Somebody yeah. said that there was a deal on a 3060 Ti for 279 I don't know if it was on Amazon or where it was. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, get that. Mm. Then just get yeah. that because that is, <clears throat> excuse me, that is faster mm-hmm. than a 4060 Ti in some cases because it has so much more memory uh, yeah. bandwidth. And it's way faster than a 4060. So just get that. Forget about the 4060 by a 3060 Ti. Let's have this conversation again when the 3060 Ti's are all gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you run a synthetic benchmark like 3D Mark Time Spy, the GPU score with the 4060 is very close. It's within about 200 points of the RX 7600. Yeah. But in real gaming workloads, the 7600 has a pretty big advantage. So they apparently haven't been optimizing for this benchmark as much as they've been optimizing for actual, um, you know, game performance. So hmm. hats off to the Radeon driver team. So it's a very, uh, it's an interesting product, this 7600. There's been some work done, I think, to make that thing as good as it can be. Now, NVIDIA, of course, you're not going to see any NVIDIA content about the 4060 without mentioning DLSS 3 with frame generation. That's what this product is all about. So if you are interested in the 4060, I can't imagine you would not be enabling DLSS because it's an 8 gigabyte card and you're going to want to do that so it can render at a lower resolution and you won't have to worry about your VRAM as much. So the DLSS... I have it set to the quality preset. With frame generation, however, in my brief testing, just uh, Cyberpunk and F122, both of these run at uh, ostensibly 2560 by 1440, but at the DLSS quality setting, it's rendering at a slightly lower resolution than that. This is the RT Ultra preset with Cyberpunk. I am not seeing the huge increase with frame generation enabled that I saw with the TI. 52.11 frames per second, with DLSS quality enabled with the 4060 Ti, which went all the way up to 89 and a half with frame generation enabled. Mm-hmm. So, you know, doubling it. And then the 4060 non-Ti, DLSS, no frame generation, 39.72, so effectively 40. And it goes up to 58 with frame generation enabled. So something's up there. And it did the same thing with F122. The 4060 with DLSS enabled 78 frames per second, and then DLSS plus frame generation, only 84. It it barely went up in F122 at all. And then, you know, there's the whole slightly higher latency thing that happens. So it's lackluster in these two tests. So hopefully that improves with driver updates uh, or version updates with the games. I know there is a new version. I was on uh, 1.62 of Cyberpunk. Of course, it's up to 1.63. So maybe that's my issue. Power draw, on the other hand, is impressive. Look at this. The 3060 
draws consistently up over 180 watts under workload, uh, gaming workload. And then you have the 4060 only drawing about 140 to maybe 150 watts. It's kind of spiking there, averaging closer to 135. 115 watt TDP though, so it still is exceeding its uh, rated uh, total graphics power. And that's it. What do you think of a graphics card, a 60 level graphics card that is not a cut down version of the 60 Ti, but is instead a tiny little 8107 GPU? And we're not talking about a 50 or a 50 Ti product. Just the name of this one seems a little strange with such a, mm -hmm. a low power GPU that could almost, almost run off of slot power. Hmm. If only it did, that would actually make it more attractive. <laughs> like, well, if it is if a it mobile was, part, then yeah, they can, they can drop that down. Maybe that'll just be the 4050 and not the 4050 Ti. Yeah. So they've got a couple more levels that they could go. That'll be, you know, maybe a 4050 at 199 bucks and you don't need external power. It can happen because, yeah, it's mobile. It's looking at 35 to 45 watt TDP in such a operation. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, it's disappointing, I guess, because it is a small chip. I don't know the economics uh, behind NVIDIA's kind of specialty line at TSMC. It could have a slightly higher price tag per wafer just because it mm -hmm. is more optimized by that company rather than their, you know, kind of bone stock that, well, I mean, I wouldn't really say bone stock because we'd go into a 15 minute tirade about different customers and needs and design and yes. libraries and stuff like that. But anyway, uh, yeah, no, um, it could be more expensive. Uh, the things that they're having it do, uh, with the process technology, but still, um, it's a very, very small, small, GPU uh, that typically in the past uh, has has been in the 15250 range, and of course you know ever since COVID and you know the first big mining thing in in what 2017 2018, we just yeah. haven't really seen a standard price where people expect things to be, and so you know nobody really knows if if. Uh, Nvidia is, is really going to focus on gaming uh, because it's 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 a shrinking aspect of of their company. Um, AI, of course, you know is their big blockbuster, and, and who knows where that's going to go. But in general, uh, our world is is really uh, processing deficient. We have years and years and years of data, uh, stuff that has never been processed or analyzed, and. Uh, Really, AI is opening up a lot of these things, especially in, in scientific research and, and environmental and, and all these other things where they just have tremendous amount of data. And I know I'm going off on way, way, way different segue, but it, it, it will come back. Um, that they're just waiting to, to get this stuff effectively processed because, you know, in previous years they've, they've had interns and graduate students and students going through stuff in not a you know great manner of of accuracy, um, you know, looking at video, trying to you know find species on the ground, like uh, for example uh, the Alaskan tern 
uh, survey that we did with with drones uh, before AI. We you know had to show these guys this you know hours of, of of video, and they had to stop the video and and circle where these you know turn nests were, and the accuracy is is bad, and plus it takes time to do that, and you're paying somebody to do that, and you can't always afford to do it. So we have all this data. NVIDIA sees a thing, and they're really going for it hard. And in the meantime, you know, their gaming stuff is a smaller and smaller portion of, of that financial pie. And could we argue that they've kind of hit uh, the maximum growth of, of graphics cards, PC graphics cards? I mean, are they going to sell, you know, millions more a year every year? Or are we at a point where it's it's kind of stagnant, the amount of people who will actually buy a high-end graphics card for gaming? Uh, but when it comes to AI and, and machine learning and this kind of analysis, that growth is, is going to be logarithmic in scale uh, because there is such a need for this data analysis. So I don't know what NVIDIA is doing. I, I, I don't know if... I mean, it's easy to say, well, they're just going to push gamers aside. Well, no, they're not. I mean, it's still kind of a foundation of the company, but I don't think it is going to, I don't think it is going to, it's not going to be the primary focus anymore. And uh, I wonder if pricing has uh, kind of indicated their attitude. And yes, I have gone off the rails. Thank what you. the heck is going on? <laughs> He's so, only running on eight rails. So He's what about the 4060 again? Something about the That's right. graphics card or something? <laughs> just long. There, yeah. was a, there was a point I wanted to make. Oh, I remember what it was. You know, NVIDIA, we're still dealing with the fallout, very likely, from the RTX 4080 12 gig naming issue that they had uh, to yeah. launch that and kind of <sighs> shuffle their product. They had some ideas to where they were going to go and what price points and performance and their naming sequence and all that. And I think that really threw them on this generation and they've been dealing with the issue and we've all been the brunt of the, you know, dealing with whatever comes out of there ever since. And I think they, the memories were already specced out long before they launched. And -hmm. then they realized the 12 gig did not go over well, but they've already got these eight gig cards in the line. What the hell are you going to do? Hey, yeah. AMD so did the same thing with the seventy six hundred shuffling. Ever since shuffling, seventy six hundred has awfully good performance for a non XT. It's almost as if it was going to be the XT, and then because of the memory and discussion and their own marketing, they took the XT hmm. XT off yeah. the box. Tell Speaking us of, more. Uh, you can buy the Radeon RX seventy six hundred for two sixty nine oh. ninety nine or less. We've seen it for two forty nine. And after seeing the results, just pure raster performance, it is faster than the 4060. Yep. I was not expecting that. I thought that when the price drop happened before the 4060 launch, we were seeing cards selling for 249. Oh, they know something. 4060. This might be good. the second best budget card under $300. Tell us what yeah. the best one is. Okay, it would be only slightly over $300, and I don't want to ruin an anybody's arc. pick. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, it's on an arc. <laughs> yeah. Oh, an arc's pretty good too. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, <no>. Arcs <laughs> are great. Um, they're absolutely um, not going away at all. Uh, well, and I saw a couple of benchmarks comparing uh, one of the arcs to that this card, and yeah, 
Intel generally had the lead and it was about 10% more in price. I was, I was looking at a, a few different reviews today and it seemed pretty consistent that in 1080p, uh, the, the ARC 770 16 gig was a little behind these cards, but as soon as you pushed it to yeah. 1440p, it, it was over. Yeah, the, the ARC 770 16 gig just took over everything. Oh, that kind of ruins their DLS 3.0, doesn't it? <laughs> just upscale from 1080. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but, you know, we got XESS, and uh, they're being aggressive as well in what yeah. they're doing there. Yeah. So This is a perfect segue to our next topic, because if AMD gets their way, if they have more AMD partner titles, we'll see XESS and DLSS support just start to disappear from games. <laughs> yeah. We didn't talk about this last week. I just missed the story. DLSS is not available on... AMD sponsored titles. Huh. And so far that hasn't been a big deal because apparently some of the games that don't have DLSS are ones that are not especially popular. Are you sure it's just not because Bethesda can't figure out how to program for anything else? Well, I mean, uh, the, AMD has no comment about this, by the way. AMD has not come out and said, oh, absolutely, they can put DLSS in the game. I think the strategy is that they partner with you and you get money and you're told not to offer DLSS support because NVIDIA's entire marketing for the 40 series is DLSS and frame generation. Don't look at raster performance. Look at DLSS. That's horrible. No one in the market has ever done something like that before. Well, right. But don't, don't feel superior as a team red uh, fan that you're fighting totally clean here because it's the same kind of nonsense that we've seen throughout the years. Exactly. In the industry, Starfield is AMD exclusive. That was the big story in the last couple of days. And that means no DLSS. And it means no XESS for the elite 1% or 2% of the market who might be using that upscaling technology. So that means it's... Uh, and here's the thing. FSR, there is no FSR 3. They showed us FSR 3 in November, or at least a mock-up of it, what it would look like upscaling technology with um, frame generation and uh, we still don't have it. And it's just, I don't know if we're ever going to have it. We'll see. There'll be something at some point called FSR three, but I think uh, NVIDIA is onto something with the, the extra hardware that's devoted to specific tasks like ray tracing and <laughs> how their, you know, display engine includes the stuff to make frame generation happen. Cause AMD is trying to do it all with, you know, Existing silicon and software, and there, I don't know. I'm Maybe it was just a why. chiplet too far for uh, AMD. And, mm. and uh, can't FSR 2.0 be run on NVIDIA cards anyway? Yes. Yeah. 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 So, it's open source. Uh, yeah. That's their big thing is that when AMD does something, it's open, you're, you can use it anywhere. But then when they partner with somebody like Bethesda for Starfield, which already feels overhyped. I mean, the people are excited about it, but hey, if it I'm not, after being, Star after Star Citizen, I'm very leery of any game that begins with Star. <laughs> Fair. Let's move to another news story. Microsoft mm -hmm. hints that Windows 11 
could become a fully cloud-based subscription service. Wasn't Windows as a service already talked about? Windows 10 was never supposed to happen. Correct. It was supposed to be the uh, ultimate Windows, and after that, it was just a service. Because Windows 365, or as you know, I tend to refer to it as about Windows 359, because that's about the uptime you get, uh, was going to give you a Windows virtual machine. And so with your browser on anything, be it an Apple or a Samsung or that Palm Pilot that you dig out, it's supposed to be able to run Windows on this pay monthly or yearly software as a service browser-based operating system for your modern life. And everyone hated it. And no one thought this (laughs) was a good idea. Except for Microsoft, who, as an internal memo was leaked out, is really kind of going on it because they're jealous of Adobe. They're realizing that, you know, people spend a fair amount on subscriptions and sometimes they forget they're paying for them, which is, you know, absolutely amazing for the service provider. And this is about as far as we got, because like I said, it's, it, it was just this internal Microsoft document that was leaked from last year. Uh, it's not even brand new. So who knows what they're thinking at this point? But uh, as someone who's dealing with Azure, let me tell you, I think I know. Yeah, uh, they're not planning on releasing another operating system. You know, they're not talking about a Windows 12. They are probably very seriously looking at this. And Lord only knows what the uh, what the Charlie Foxtrot is going to be off of this. It's not going to be pretty, though. And this was another gem from the Federal Trade Commission ongoing litigation yes. against Microsoft. So yet another gem that's sort of come out of that. There's been some interesting, like Sony was going to make a handheld PS5 sort of things that are coming out of here as well, uh, and other nonsense. So yeah, keep your uh, eyes glued and your uh, listening uh, 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 open to what the heck is coming out of that uh, courtroom. That's always fun. And uh, see if you can buy some physical Windows media just in case. Hmm. Or you know, back hmm. But not you know, Red Hat, because they, they're being bastards now. And as they said, you know, when Windows 10 was released, Windows 10's the last Windows you'll ever need. Yep. We're just going <laughs> to keep up updating and patching it. Boy, chat if that had the been sub- true, it would be a better world. Uh, chat, YouTube chat and the subtitle of this particular uh, article I think really might speak to what's going to happen here. Expect Linux installs to suddenly increase. Should they 2024 is going to be the year of Linux desktop. You feel it. You watch. It will. Well, and as I was just typing out in response to him, it's like, hey, have you noticed that Microsoft has been adopting a lot of Linux stuff lately? (laughs) You mean embrace and extend? Uh, yes. <laughs> hey, if if their whole so business model doesn't mean you get away. If their whole business model <laughs> is just data acquisition and advertising, then they don't need to charge for the OS. Just put it in the hands of the open source community. Say, hey, you mm-hmm. guys troubleshoot this stuff. You work on it. Yeah. You create the drivers, and we'll just mm. uh, rake uh, in the cash as we scrutinize everything that you do. Aren't you time. describing Windows Eleven? Well, yeah. I mean, I mean they, they, they did scrap a lot of their quality control people couple yeah. years back. Josh, so. mm-hmm. you yep. and I and that served are them the quality well. control served people. Well. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Yeah, you submit bug reports. That's it. You're the you're beta testing. They finally had gold master status for Windows 10, and it's it's done. Mm-hmm. It's Windows 11 now. So it's just when will we be? Whenever we reach the completion of Windows 11, it will be totally irrelevant, and won't be getting security updates anymore. So, speaking of uh, mysterious and potentially unfinished things. NVIDIA, we keep seeing these pictures of a massive four-slot cooler. Some people think this is Titan, the ADA version of Titan, or a 4090 Ti. Maybe this is just a test. I have a theory. I think it's a really expensive brick. (laughs) You can make a nice ball out of it, though. Since this has been circulating for a while, keeps on showing back up again, I suspect... Remember when we had all the rumors that the 4090 was going to be 600 watts? It was reported so many places, it just seemed like fact. And then it came out at 450 watts. I think maybe this was the original 4090. Hmm. A quad slot. That makes sense. And you're saying that it needed to dissipate the 600 watts that perhaps early boards were pulling in. Yeah, I mean, there was there was a lot of hype around RDNA 3, and it was going to be possible that AMD had themselves a whopper of a card. And then, of course, it ended up being that, oh, no, we you know we can almost beat that with the 4080, 4090. We can just scale all this stuff back. We don't need 600 watts. 450 watts is fine. And we'll still be the fastest card by leaps and bounds this generation. Ah, so. mm-hmm. But I hope you got a spare dryer plug somewhere around in your house. Mm. For the 600 watt? Yeah. Mm, we were talking yeah, well, on this very podcast a few months ago about how did. you had to probably go to a 220, 240 outlet for your gaming yeah. PC. It was all just it was all just uh, a dream. Oh, we've been making this joke for about 20 years now, so come on. Yeah. Hey, yeah. people aren't aware of the efficiency at 220 volts. People should true. think about that. Hey, uh, other countries very, very than ours true. have already figured this out, but for some mm-hmm. reason... We're slow. We're slow here. We have a lot of infrastructure. Yeah. It's a lot of mm, people who don't want to yeah. change their entire home. We, we made a bad choice, oh. and we're sticking with it. I know yeah. what we should do. We should force electric vehicles in everyone because our power grid can handle it. I think it's oh, a great sure. idea. Yes. <laughs> we have so much clean power in our grid already that I... And just every, sitting there. Everybody can just put unused. up you know, solar panels and wind turbines in mm-hmm. every jurisdiction. Yep. Mm-hmm. No problem whatsoever. Yeah. It's be not, they not they did in the, in the 70s make a concerted effort to get us to switch to the metric system. And that really didn't work at all. True. No. The Mars rover uh, proves that one. I don't, one I don't need your ounce, your ounce of advice, Kent. <laughs> Let's pause here for a word from this week's podcast sponsor. Hey, enough with the quick frozen food already. This summer, HelloFresh is here to take the work out of eating well. Reach your goals with delicious calorie smart and protein smart lunch and dinner options in even new vegan options. How about no more scouring that grocery store for one ingredient to complete a recipe? HelloFresh takes away that hassle by delivering seasonal ingredients picked at peak ripeness with travel from the farm to your doorstep in less than seven days. We were impressed with our entire package from HelloFresh. Recently, we made delicious creamy tomato soup with sausage and only about 
about 20 minutes. All the ingredients were clearly portioned for two or four people, well marked, and the recipe card was informative and super easy to follow. The finished soup was fantastic and well accompanied by their oven-baked cheesy baguettes as a side. Again, supplied as uncooked ingredients, just like everything else. Twice as good, actually, because I had it for lunch later, too. HelloFresh is your recipe for success. From foolproof instructions to high-quality proteins and veggies, HelloFresh brings out your inner chef with every tasty and easy-to-prepare meal. And personally, I do need those instructions when building something in the kitchen, believe me. So go to HelloFresh.com PCPer16 and use code PCPer16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Start your sampling of America's number one meal kit and go to HelloFresh.com PCPer16 and use code PCPer16 for those 16 free meals with free shipping. We're back <laughs> and it's time for Security Corner. Patch yes, your Apple, it's... update your Linux, reboot your router. More router stuff? That's not good. Yep. Uh, good news, yep. everyone. <laughs> no, this was a, a, a trilogy. Um, essentially, if you're running uh, iOS 16 or Mac OS 13 or pretty much just pretty much any of the normal ones, there's two zero days out. Or there were, because this actually happened earlier in the week. Uh, one's a kernel level flaw that is just amazing, uh, which just sort of, you know, boom, if you can access to it, you've got kernel level privileges, which is, you know, not concerning at all. And the second is a WebKit bug, which, uh, you know, is, you know, pretty ubiquitous to Max and essentially will execute code if you just visit the wrong website or you visit the right website, but their ad provider happens to have been hacked. They are quite actively being exploited right now. So if you haven't patched this week, you should probably do that. The The next one is uh, for the penguins out there. Uh, it's Wait, not just the, the penguins yeah. in the, in their ivory snarky tower. Oh, yes. Say it isn't so. Yes. Them. And not oh, just no. the IOT ones, because I mean, it is fair to say that, Hey, internet of, uh, things linux kind of sucks because it was meant to but no even just you know some of the uh the more possible the more proper kernels uh is a trojanized open ssh package that will happily take over your box and i don't know if uh, there's an update to that story or not yet but uh there's a detailed description of the attack but no patch for it which kind of sucks that there is a way to determine whether or not you've been infected, which is kind of nice. And there are some things that you can do to, you know, block stuff out. It's going to be a little inconvenient. Uh, and especially if it's already in there with its own SSH credentials that you can't even see, but Hey, at least you'll know you're a victim and you can block some stuff off. And then last but not least, our old friend Murray, the botnet that has been around for honestly, I swear I've been hearing about this for about 10 years. I could be wrong. It might not be quite that long, but they're going after pretty much all the routers. I mean, D-Link, Netgear, Trend of MediaTek, Zytel, or, or Zyzel, like there's a whole bunch of them. And there are 22 different flaws in these routers <laughs> for the botnet to choose from which we've just recently realized. Uh, there were about 
48, I think it was, but some of them got patched. Not all of them did. Uh, so yeah, it's all of the internet of thing thing, internet of things, things, your router, uh, video recorders, uh, Wi-Fi dongles, thermal monitoring, monitoring systems, because, you know, who cares if somebody hacks a thermal monitoring system in a factory somewhere that, you know, would try and stop the generator from exploding, uh, access control systems, you, you bloody well name it. Uh, there are a couple of mitigations, but there is no permanent fixes to these because, that's the best thing about some of these is that that router you got, there are no firmware patches because the company that used to do them don't really exist anymore. And uh, D-Link bought them. And now it's a D-Link router with ancient firmware that is never going to go. So one of the good thing, reboot your router. It often will reset everything back to factory defaults or at least get rid of some of the running processes. Yeah. Sorry perfect, about that. But, perfect uh, segue. Yeah. Because oh, speaking of turning things off to uh, stop running processes, the story at The Guardian, turn your phone off every night for five minutes, <laughs> yeah. Australian PM tells residents. This is, it's true. Yeah. It is. <laughs> they would work better too if you actually rebooted them once a day. Uh, that is actually true as well. Yeah. No, uh, I think it was the NSA uh, in your guys' neck of the woods sent out an advisory many years ago saying at least once a week, reboot your phone just to try and kill any of the running processes that won't survive a reboot. Just because uh, it's a hard two, kill. A reset is better, but no, even just a reboot. Yeah. Just power it all the way down. Wait five minutes. Yep. Just just yes. pop out the new yeah, pop uh, out the battery. European mandated, yeah. mandated yeah, batteries. Just open up the back of your phone, pop out the battery in your modern <laughs> smartphone. It's right I next to the, the SD EU... card slot. And your iPhone, the EU yes. has just mandated removable yeah. batteries, so I assume I'm going to get that. I'm going to download a removable. Well, battery in the soon. EU, yes. yes. Just like iPhone 14 oh. still have a SIM card slot in the mm -hmm. EU, but in the US, mm -hmm. if you look at a teardown of an iPhone 14, there's just a like a plastic blank where that would be on the inside. Yep. I feel uh, I'm living the more. I'm living in the future. AT and T setting up an eSIM. Recently. You're living in yeah. the future, Brett. Uh, I'm living of, in the future with an eSIM. eSIM, yeah. NFC, yeah. weirdness. Yeah. How long did it take you to yeah. set the eSIM up? You know what? I'm five minutes in front of you, so it's fine. Okay. I don't know what that means. Future. I'm living in the future. Do, what, five um, minutes ahead of everybody else. Our final security story. Did you randomly Speak receive a smartwatch? Uh, don't Speaking use it. <laughs> Speaking of turning things off. Don't turn this on. <laughs> oh, free smartwatch. What's the worst that could happen to this thing I'm strapping to my wrist that will f track me everywhere I go? Uh, it's worse than that. I guess uh, some of these things, you know, you turn them on and they, you know, immediately kind of uh, uh, look at their environment, try and connect to things yeah. that are loaded with hey, malware. Can I get your Wi-Fi? Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, uh, you know, type in your Wi-Fi password so I can finish setting myself up. And bam. You know, it just it finds uh, open ports and it reconnects to outside uh, malware, command and control environments uh, because you, it's essentially inside your NAT and your private network. So there's all kinds of cool things that can happen. Many times these are being targeted at uh, military reporters, military members or reporter. It's it, it's it can be a very targeted intrusion. So yeah. just just don't just don't. 
Don't look. So parents out there. Holy crap. These parents are terrifying. Yeah. Think, you used yeah. to worry about say, telling your kid, stay away from this van that says free candy. Right. Yeah. Well, nowadays, make sure that they also stay away from the one that says free USB device or free yeah. smartwatch. Right. Exactly. Or, you know, a letter comes in the mail or a box that, you know, you signed, you won, you won yeah. this. Instead of an email, you won. It's now a delivered right to your address yeah. of like, that was scammed from any number of uh, hacked databases out there. Your name, yeah. address, social security number, phone number. I didn't get into those. Those that just oh, let's just assume that happened forty million times this week. Yeah, and anything they were missing, well, like these. Oh, that would be amusing. <laughs> that it would be a free on them. smartwatch. Yeah, mm-hmm. but no. I just have just this don't. terrible vision of military engineers getting these free watches and suddenly uh, Vladimir Putin is looking at blueprints of the SR-72 or the all, every detail of the F-35. Uh, it would yep. be a lot easier when we're all wearing <clears throat> AR headsets and then they can just I was have say, a direct video feed. It wouldn't be a free, a free uh, Apple smart VR watch. headset. That's cool. It's oh, a free wow. VR. Yeah. The uh, YouTube chat points out that this did actually happen to a legitimate non-hacked device with Fitbits actually posting, hey, here's where this user is kind of running or walking or exercising or working out. And it actually revealed the location of uh, certain facilities that the U.S. government did not want Uh, anyone to know where they were. mm. Air tags are doing the same thing nowadays. Sometimes even not on purpose. Yeah, I mean, for stalkers. Let's move to gaming quick hits, and here's some cyberpunk news. Phantom Liberty visits Dogtown. Aye, because Dogtown is apparently where all the illegal goods are at that you can buy. Yeah, brand new cyberware. I'm not sure that they're going to implement the uh, flamethrower elbows that the guy shows off, but, uh, you know, they might be handy if you've got an itch you can't scratch. So this is the DLC that's coming out uh, in a couple of months. It'll be 30 bucks American, 40 Canadian. Offers a brand new dude that's going to scream and tell you what you have to do, which I believe is Idris Elba. And a couple of new quests and a brand new location called Dogtown, which will sell you illegal weapons and illegal cyberware which uh, they, they sort of cagingly say will be the most powerful stuff out there, but is also more dangerous to use, uh, which I'm yeah. assuming in gameplay terms means absolutely nothing, but whoop de do So yeah. From, they, from uh, what I uh, there? No Lords in Dogtown? Yeah, it's, I wish they'd made a reference, and they did not. I watched it. So... Um, yeah, so from what I understood from the video and a couple of other things I've seen, they're going to try to bring in the from the old pen and paper cyberpunk game, the humanity score, um, which is something they dealt with in the cyberpunk uh, edge runners series where, you know, if you start overusing and abusing um, cyberware, you can go cyber psycho. Uh, and while you saw that happen in the game, it was never anything that you as a player had to worry about. And it looks like they're going to implement that uh, in this expansion. And it could have effect on, you know, the main campaign as well. I'm, 
I'm curious if they're going to do it because, hey, back in the old pen and paper, it was, you've encountered cyberpsychosis. Please hand your character sheet to the GM. <laughs> and the GM got to decide what you did because you'd gone off the rockers, which led to some very disturbing and interesting gameplay. Uh, so I don't know if a modern game will actually do that. Like, I, I could see you losing health if you don't stop using your cyberware or, you know, just something negative happening. I don't know that it's going to suddenly just, boom, you black out and then you wake up somewhere and everyone hates you and the cops are after you. I'm curious. That would be interesting, but I don't know mm -hmm. that they're going to do it. Kent, not everybody can rock as much mad chrome as you, Chum. <laughs> hey, you had to roll that humanity score at the beginning too, and if you got like a three, yes, there was did. not much uh, cyberware that you got to have. Maybe an eye. <laughs> Our next. Oh, don't bring up Traveler Blind. Oh, that's I don't know so what old. this is. Our next story: the password this game. Is, this is crazy. <laughs> I didn't know how this, this was hilarious. fun, Jeremy. I don't understand how this is fun. <laughs> it's not fun. It's just hilarious. <laughs> All so right. the idea is that it's a game about how ridiculous password-making rules have become. And yeah, it, it your password, as you can see here, uh, or for our audio viewers, rule 11, your password must include today's Wordle answer. Uh, or it would show you a picture and of a, like just a little house. And your password must contain the name of this country. Uh, it is the most obnoxious idea and it, it's utterly hilarious because this is sort of what password rules are like it's like no you must have a, a special complex password of at least 18 characters with uppercase lowercase and special characters oh no you're not allowed to use space space isn't included in this because i mean hey you could just write yourself a very bizarre sentence with full punctuation and capitalization that makes sense to you which would break until the heat death of the universe for even a 4090 to figure out. No, no, you can't use spaces and you can't do this and oh, this pattern. And so, yeah, it's just kind of silly. Such as your password must include the Roman numerals that multiply out to 85 or yes. your password must include this captcha or one of our sponsors. And they yeah, show, I like the like, sponsor one. That's great. It's a Pepsi. Pepsi shell or yeah. Starbucks. No, it's check it out. It is, it is, uh, I think it's a rock, paper, scissors said that it will make you want to destroy your keyboard in the best way possible. Yeah, there you go. Your password must name, include the name of this country and all it is is a shot of a like a park or yeah is this a thailand i don't even know is this Liberia? I mean, this is, um it's china i mean i think in in medieval times this would have been equal to the people who had those multi uh pronged or multi-pronged whips and just like to whip themselves in the back this is the, the mental version oh. of that this is the mental the version of that for today <laughs> The flagellants, people not the flagellants. Not... <laughs> For people, I don't feel I've punished myself enough today. I'm going to go play this password game. Hey, speaking oh, of punishment, yeah. try playing Diablo 4 while they're being DDoSed. It's not been easy. Yeah, it was a DDoS, but like, this is why, and Josh, I hope you're having fun, but this is why I have not picked yeah. up Diablo 4. You know, I've not had any thing. of these problems. 
Not a single because one. You're always online. Yeah. I'm playing a single player game. I'm not playing uh, the hardcore mode where, hey, everyone's watching my character to see if it dies because then, boom, it's completely dead and I got to start over again from scratch. Or unless Blizzard screws up, which I believe they've done three times now and killed a high level uh, hardcore mode character. But it's like, seriously, I want to play single player Diablo. I don't need an interconnection for this. I don't well, care. I mean, don't you need it for the microtransactions they want you to make? Again, I don't need an internet connection. You don't connection. want it, but they need care. to enable that experience component for you. Okay. And then they so. get DDoS'd, and now you can't even play. Well, they probably got DDoS'd because people were upset about the microtransactions. Or there were just too many microtransactions going on, and it wasn't actually an attack. It's just that their servers couldn't handle the load, like in the beta. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, at least it's resolved, mostly. It is. And it wasn't just He's that. Dead. It was Warcraft He's and dead, a whole Jim. bunch of others went down. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jeremy, do you want to talk about uh, chairs? Yeah, sorry. I did two reviews this week. Gaming chairs. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, Fozzie. Hmm. Oh, no. Wait. No, this is... Uh, Bear? Chairs. This is chairs. Spot. Fozzie spot. the chair. Yes, Fozzie the chair. Flexi Spot does chairs. Did you know this? I mean, I did you, not. you've seen the desk. They also do beds. They do adjustable oh. bed stands and adjustable mattresses, if you perhaps are interested, as well as a whole bunch of uh, accessories for them. But they'd uh, mentioned that they'd like to send out the chair, which is that, the BS14. And they were kind of wondering if, you know, I could include it in some sort of roundup. And so I looked and said, hey, have we actually done any chair reviews? Wait a second, we have. I've done the Vertigear. Uh, Brett has done the InWin. Or no, uh, what was it, E-Win? Yes, it's an E-Win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm uh, sitting in it now. Our, our old friend uh, Chris did uh, the Maxonomic. My Han 2, the workstation chair I bought, which I've never done a review of. And Josh's lovely racing chair. Because it is where you can put a butt. <laughs> so I, I took a look at these and just sort of tried to contrast what they are you know you've got two ergonomic chairs you've got three gaming racing chairs and you've got one either uh f1 or uh formula uh or sorry formula or gt chair and took a look at it now i kind of wanted to like the bs14 except it's a little short and i've made this complaint before uh the thing with a lot of the gaming chairs and the ergo chairs is they're built for someone, you know, a little less than six foot something and 200 something pounds. They're built for a more svelte individual. And so it wasn't terribly surprising that even at the maximum extension on the Fuxy spot, yeah, it was a little bit low, short for me. The uh, upstairs neighbor, on the other hand, who's about five, four and a half or something, absolutely perfectly fit. It's really nice. Like the, the lumbar support on it, uh, is very solid and it sticks out enough that it's not just like an office chair that, yeah, we've technically got lumbar support and there's a thing that actually doesn't do anything. So this one actually sticks out and it's got, uh, five positions on it. You can go up and down on, uh, you, you drag it all the way up. It's, it's one of the locking ones. So you, you got to click it all the way up to the top and then drop it back down. But flexi spot is known for not being terribly expensive 
And this is an ergo chair for 300 bucks, uh, currently on sale for about 260 And proper welds. The, the screws are tight. Everything is connected well. It it's, doesn't actually seem like a, a discount chair because the thing with ergo chairs nowadays is they're usually about a grand. Right? You can go to Staples and buy one for $150, $200, and you hope that it lasts a week or, t- or a year or two tops. By then, you know, the seat's gone apart. The uh, elbow cushions are, are falling apart. Everything is horrible. The Han, I mean, I got uh, for about 400 It should retail for about $9.70. This was, apart from not being quite tall enough for me, just about everywhere it's equal. Like the, I think the Hans cushion was a little bit stiffer than, than this one, but there's no, nothing wrong with it. And the top, uh, if you go back to the previous picture, Sebastian, the swoop on the top there is where you rest your neck and it actually works very nicely. It adds a little bit of an aesthetic to it, but it is actually useful because the, the swoop will add a little bit of extra resistance if you're resting your head on the back. Normally, Other you only th- see that kind of overhang on the Supreme Overlord's chair. So I'm impressed yeah, by that. Well, I mean, hey, mm-hmm. if you want to be a Supreme Overlord. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, it, yeah, it's it's a nice chair. I really, I really don't have anything bad to say about it at all, apart from that I would like Fozzie to go with sort of like the Maxnomic idea of doing the customization and giving you the ability to get a, a, a larger cylinder because that's Flexi all it needed spot. for me. Not Fozzie. No, uh, Maxnomic does the customization. Flexi spot, you get the chair. Maxnomic right. will embroider your stuff, but it, it'll also give you a larger cylinder. So if Flexi spot would give a larger cylinder option so that it would fit someone with my size legs, the actual chair seat and the back fit perfectly. No, no arguments there. So it's, it's so just floor to seat. That was the problem. Wasn't tall enough. Yes. Off of the floor. Yeah. Okay. But other than that, it was lovely. And I mean, not everyone is six foot something and well over 200 pounds. So, I mean, the, the one I'm sitting in now, which is the, uh, the PL 6,800 is literally built for large gamers. And well, I don't have quite have the width that this thing can accommodate. I do have the weight. And if someone later was listed on this, they'd find it hard and uncomfortable. So yeah, if you're looking for a chair, uh, especially like an ergonomic workstation chair, take a peek at FlexiSpot. It's uh, not bad. All right. Hey, speaking of large, um, heavy things, let's talk about amplifiers. Fozzy Audio <laughs> V3. How big is this? I can't tell from this photo. It looks rather... <laughs> Intimidating. Paperback size, same oh, okay. size as the other ones. Oh, okay. So tiny little class D desktop amplifier. Yeah. But this time they did a couple of things. Uh, now, I'm a little annoyed that they went with Kickstarter, mm. but I think it was because why, they weren't quite Why did Fozzy go with, why did they go with a Kickstarter? They're an established because maker they made some of changes. desktop amps. Okay. All right. They, they wanted to go for an audiophile version. So oh. you'll notice there is no bass or treble. There is okay. only volume. Yes. Mm-hmm. You will notice that uh, there's only Zool. Change. There yes. is only oh, Zool. There is only Zool. <laughs> are, are you the key master? 
<laughs> they went with a no. uh, little bit of hole. Uh, they, they perforated the, the enclosure, which they've never done before. And they connected the heat sink directly to the enclosure. So it's going to be a little bit better cooling uh, if you like to run this thing at full volume for a long period that's of time. A, that's a sizable brick with a 32 volt output at five amps. That's uh, you know, what they do. At And passively cooled. I agree with putting yeah. a little perforation in the device. Well, now, this... it'll go up to 48 volt. You oh, can replace that with a 48 yes, volt, you... five amp. Interesting. If you really want to make because uh, and we've had arguments about this in the comments before yes it is rated for 300 watts on each channel no the math does not support the fact that they can support that that they can provide that but it's just momentary power it's momentary power i mean we could explain it's 150 blah, 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 blah. Yeah. right transient well, they probably did. i'm sure they have capacitors within so there yes. you go yes exactly Oh, uh, and that was the other thing that they did. Uh, and they really didn't increase the uh, price, but they've got Japanese NCC filter capacitors and German WEMA and ELDA capacitors in there. So they've vastly upgraded what they've got on the inside. The other thing is the total uh, harmonic distortion is less than 0 0.003. So this is a clean sound. This is clinical. There is no warmth added to it whatsoever. It is just bang on exactly what is being produced. Well, and, and with no tone control, that's what you want. You want it to be as flat as possible. Yeah, this is for monitors. If you've got a pair of monitor speakers unpowered and you need to hear exactly what the music you just composed sounded like, boom. This is the thing for you. It's uh, that is incredibly low distortion for a class D speaker amp. Oh, it's ridiculous, and the separation on it is immaculate. Like even going from the original Fozzie to the second one, where that's one of the things I said was, yeah, no, there was decent separation. To wow, there's pretty good separation. This was no seriously, uh, and it does favor vocals, or it favors treble. So if you're, you're listening to something that's vocal heavy or highs heavy, it really, really shines. I think. So you're saying it's bass shy. So it's the treble not, extension. I, it doesn't mute. the. Are bass. you sure it it's not your ears? Uh, no, because I had uh, upstairs neighbor Chris uh, back me up on this one. Okay. As I do with the Fozzie okay. reviews. You know, they, uh, they need uh, to make like a full size receiver of that design it'd be like the flavor oh, yeah. flave of volume it just yeah exactly awesome. I, I dinner think plate that size be... volume control oh yeah. exactly you'd really be able to just put a, dial in put a steering wheel on there like, like, really big with a gear on the side so you just sort of crank and it gets bigger and smaller <laughs> golf cart steering wheel in the center of your living room there you go and it's just the volume control mm. yeah mm-hmm so yeah, this one is definitely for high idea. Mm -hmm. And I think Bump, that uh, like it's doing right now, uh, it's hooked up to a focus rate. So it's hooked up to a proper equalizer, hmm. which is then just feeding it the signal. And then it's dealing with the unpowered amps because a, a focus rate can't deal with unpowered amps or speakers. Sorry. 
So yeah, no, this is very much uh, more audiophile than uh, Fozzie has gone for before. Uh, their Kickstarter sort of proved that I think they were going for like 50,000 yen and they got 500,000. So yeah, obviously there's a market for this. And I just love looking back to the first time that they offered it. And I'm like, this is a product in search of a market. Who the hell needs an amp the size of a book? Well, I was wrong because these things are great. The, the second version is still powering all my stuff. Third one's up there being attached to Chris's monitor speakers as he uh, produces music. <laughs> nice. 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 Well, no, he, he does music, so he needs mm -hmm. monitors. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move to picks of the week. Josh, are you going to get us started? Oh, sure I will. I always get things started. Not always in the way you want, but it's what you get. Kind of like NVIDIA rants. But this isn't an NVIDIA rant. It's a four terabyte NVMe for less than 200 bucks. And it's PCI 4.0. I don't know who the hell this company is. Fangjiang. S880, four terabyte. My guess is that the quality control may not be great. But for $198, if you're using it for something that is not terribly important, like a Steam drive, or whatever gaming client you use. Uh, four terabytes is a tremendous amount of... Uh... Okay, now go back to that one. This is the one that makes me laugh. They did a total of 88 hours of rigorous testing. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay, rigorous. Rigorous. Uh, you know, at least it's, it's getting out the door and it's probably going to work initially who knows how you long know, josh what they they took they took that one after 88 hours and they put it in a box and sold it to someone i just want to let you know that that's, yeah, yeah that one's did. gone <laughs> but the rest of them yeah. are probably fine <laughs> the rest of them are yeah. available still that, that so one's yeah you were, we're just yeah. seeing yet again more erosion of pricing on nvme drives that are still pretty fast uh their their slogan fanching it's just your data it's you know, just your perfect. <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh, mm. all right. Understand mm. the same company is mailing watches to people as well. Yeah, maybe <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, in all fairness tag. to Josh, in all fairness to Josh, I don't know if you noticed this, but there were six hundred and seven hundred ish, uh, very high ratings on this one, and some of them were probably not bought. Probably, yeah. possibly as yes, many as probably two not or three. Oh, but Ken, <laughs> several of them. The smartwatch were probably comes with the same slogan. It's just your data. Right. <laughs> Come on, it's data. It's just bits. It's not like we, you know, <sighs> depleted your bank account. Lots of zeros. They're not even real. <clears throat> Jeremy, do you have a pick this week? That I mean, if you're gonna, already? if you're gonna trust AI, you might as well trust it to Windows three point one. Because at least mm -hmm. then, you know, it's got some limits to it. Yeah. And yes, somebody wrote WinGPT in C. No pluses, <laughs> no hashes, no nothing. It'll run on 16-bit. Oh, and 32-bit occasionally. Uh, so you might even get it to Windows 95. But you need to hook up WinSock 
And if you've never hooked up Windsock, well, you're going to be in for a learning experience because TCP IP was new in those days. But it will hook up to the OpenAI API server uh, and, and, oh, and use it, even uses TLS 1.3, which is impressive. On Windows 3.1, it's using is that TLS not impressive? 1.3. I, I am suitably impressed because <laughs> Windows 3.1 and TLS 1.3 are a mirror image. <laughs> so the idea is ah. that the, the, the dev just wanted to see if they could do it and they did. And uh, they, they, they even used, and here's one Borland's image editor to make the icon file. Hmm. I, this is just amusing. I'm hoping that at some point someone will get the Clippy icon hooked up to it so that you can now ask Clippy and it hooks up to chat GBT because this is just <laughs> horrific. <laughs> Love it. Hey, speaking of horrific, I had to go back and was reading some of the product reviews for that SSD. And the top... Um, oh, critical no. review. Do not buy for PS5. High fail rate. I bought five of these over the course of a year. Already four of them have died, <laughs> including the one I just got. Yeah, here's some more. You know what? That guy still gave it three stars. I know, because the company reached out and, you know, they yeah. replaced it. Another they made it right. Here we go. They here's actual. Right. Do not buy for PS5. Terrible product. It worked for a day. My PS5 started acting weird, having error screens. Nothing would load. Couldn't even turn it off. And so they pulled the plug. And there was a thousand dollar charge on my credit card. And all I didn't the data understand. was corrupted. And then <laughs> and uh, a, not, not and trying free, to drive. And a free smartwatch died after a month. Speed is a lie. I love this one. Uh, the speed is rated at seven thousand, but it only comes up to it's three like thousand read and three hundred writes. <laughs> this well, is the SSD version of that's random. That's random. Oh, that's oh. random. Screw uh, you. No, that's they don't know how to read uh, the the benchmark results, but you know, it's not fast. Wow. That's uh, read the Spanish one. Some impressive reviews yeah. because Proceed it's, it's four and a half stars. Well, it's because all the five the star page. fake reviews. Yeah. It's amazing. It's all on PS five was crazy. Easy. Just find some the official PlayStation video real. on YouTube. You can do it in five minutes. That but hey, it's like a scratch disk. Interesting. <laughs> English. This is a legit or... SSD for your PS5 with fast speed. Oh, <laughs> with fast speed. With fast you like. speed. Mm-hmm. Oh, they couldn't even afford well, a random user. to make it a good review. <laughs> Saying it's a legit, uh, legit SSD. That sells me. Okay. It's too legit. Quit. Exactly. I love this. Exactly. Somebody who hasn't used it yet gives it five stars. Um, we'll be used in an upcoming build. So I haven't had a computer in like 14 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll impress him. And he says, uh, before the return window dries up, I'm going to have to give the drive to a friend to check it and make sure it even works. Glad you gave that a five-star review. Well, you had to in exchange for the uh, discount or free product. Yes. That's how this stuff works. <laughs> the free so. smartwatch they're sending. Wow. This uh, Josh, showed up in a plain white envelope, smartwatch. and I installed it in my system. And I'm going to no. I'm going to use it for the streaming PC, actually. From so now it's on. turning into an anti-pick. Yeah. But yeah. 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 I feel like so, we're going to get a lot of mileage with a free smartwatch for a few dollars more. Yeah. Um, Jer- uh, Jeremy already had his pick. 
Brett, your pick is confusing because it looks like it's at least three different links. You know, it is, but um, it's because it was kind of a mix and match thing. If uh, if you're a lot like uh, me, and I know that I am, I think I've used that line before, but um, I liked putting together a lot of things, not just computers and technology, but I'm also into kind of mechanics and having a lot of tools and things. You need a place to put them. Harbor Freight has probably got your deal going on right now. They are oh. sort of blowing out a lot of their Series 2 roller cabinets and places that is a very attractive price the the issue is is that the pricing is good on the yellow and orange ones they're harder to lose Hmm. they are very difficult to lose if you go up to not the black ones it's fifty dollars more and Mm -hmm. the same with the other link that i sent there as well so the rollers the lower half and the upper half Zero in on that yellow and orange one, and you're going to get mm-hmm. yourself a deal. You got to go to the store, oh, though. Yeah. It's kind of an in store only thing. Well, but you wouldn't you know want what? to pay There's to ship that. A- that's for sure. Harbor Freight has a few more stores than, say, Micro Center. So click on the black one here. You'll see $2.99 for the orange and yellow, but $50 more for the uh, red, black, and blue mm-hmm. ones. Mm-hmm. So if you're okay with orange, you're okay with yellow, place to put your tools. For not as much as it was a couple days ago, you got to go down to your Harbor Freight to pick them up. It's a deal. Just don't slam the drawers, or it'd be painful. Yep. Yeah. Never slam your don't locker get room. Anything in the dark. Don't don't get your extremities stuck in it yeah. when you slam. Yeah. Well, I mean, drawers. what else do you call your tools? So mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, you know what? I when I said tools, I meant tools. Oh, you know so do saying? we. Don't it's put your helping. nut driver in the wrong slot and then yeah. something mm, exactly something like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. use a nut driver holder for goodness sakes don't just My, throw uh, them in the drawer loose let's, let's, let's see your no my pick. Josh, oh my pick yeah my it. pick of the week yeah uh it's uh blender 3.6 lts what? let's just look here like ah, surprise it. surprise intel arc coverage mandatory intel arc coverage we couldn't go oh, an entire show without coming. it. Uh, I was going to put I this no in the idea. news. I'm like, no, I'll just pretend it's a pick. So uh, Blender 3.6 LTS, long-term support, is out. And uh, it offers hardware-accelerated ray tracing delivered by Intel Embry on Intel GPUs. That's right. With your Arc GPU, you now have hardware-accelerated ray tracing in Blender. So that's that's a big deal. You know, the more applications can take advantage of the architecture, the arc architecture, the more useful these GPUs will be, especially with all that VRAM. Look at this. Hey, finally a slide with the A770 in it again. It exists. They Yay. focus so much on the A750 in their marketing, but is this Ryan? Did Ryan write this? Let's see. He sure did. No, Bob oh. Duffy. Bob Duffy. Okay. But yeah, read about that. More, more reasons to get arc than ever before. And uh, Kent, do you actually have a pick? So uh, I actually have two picks. Um, and Is one it's an for Arc all- 770? No. Uh, one do you own one? It- do you own one? Is- no, I do not. It would be on the wall behind him if he did. Oh, he probably. <laughs> Never in a system. 
never no. in a system. You just can't no. find a block for it. No, no. The cooler <laughs> would be on the wall behind me. Oh, but okay. The, the GPU would be oh, okay. All right. By the way, can I just point out that Kent's lighting is even better than the last time? It's got kind of a a vignette effect. It's darker around the edges. There's kind of like a soft spotlight. Um, I feel like I'm wearing rose-colored glasses. Yeah. That he sees my... Yeah, gently. My... Yeah. The way you asked, I'm now nervous. Did you not get my picks in the document? No, I... I, Oh, you did. I have the first one. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm just I'm enjoying the awkwardness of this exchange. (laughs) (laughs) Just kind of draw that out a little bit longer. This is great, by the way. You gonna you gonna get to that pick or what? I I can just put on the screen. So for those of you who are feeling rebellious and not wanting to buy any new gen GPUs, and in a lot of ways, who could blame you? Um, you can get something that kicks the butt of any of the new low end. NVIDIA or AMD cards, uh, the 6700 XT with 12 gigabytes of GDR6. You can get it for $329.99 with a $20 off promo code. So $309.99 for the ASRock version. Or for $10 more, you could get it in the Sapphire version with a free copy of Resident Evil 4. So I would go with the Sapphire because the other one, the offer expires in three hours. The Sapphire card, that's just the regular price. That's the regular price. Well, I don't you know, know when the Resident Evil 4 promo ends, but probably not till the end of the month. So you've got at least a few days. And hey, Sapphire is uh, our buddies on the show. Right, so. friend of the show. Yes. Uh, highly recommended. The Pulse cards are always nice. They're quiet. They're, you know, they're... Offer good and performance. you get triple DP. And yep. this card yes. will absolutely stomp a 4060, a yep. 7600, a 4060 Ti. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got the <laughs> VRAM. It has as much VRAM as a 3060. Now that's that's yes. impressive. That's a last wow. gen. Wow. Card. Not the current one, because wow. that only has eight. But that's not. Oh, and as Vale points out in the comments. Uh, Sapphire designs it so you can replace those fans stupidly easily, if you so desire. And they do their own boards. They, it's not yes. they do their own boards. Great. And they picks. always yeah. ask for their Six cards back from Sebastian. They will never let us keep a card. Bless them. No. <laughs> well, no, they they let us keep the sixty five hundred. Well, I was I allowed why. to keep that one. They didn't want that one back for some reason. Exactly. You, day, you were the last. Just... You were the last person to have that card. Whoever's last in the food chain gets to keep it. That's that's my opinion. Which MSI card is that? What sapphire? Oh, I was trying to grab my the no, you know, that's sixty seven hundred, but sapphire. then I grabbed that's this and high. it's a thirty sixty. No, no, this is a sixty six hundred XT. I just have a lot of graphics cards around because I've been retesting stuff. How does that compare size-wise to the new 4060 uh, third-party card that you had Uh, there, the three-fan version? It's still dainty. Look at that. It's a three-fan card. XT that big. This isn't. This is not a big 
Oh wait, this this one. It's this is not a big card either. It's this is just your standard two. You know, it's this. Yeah, it's this is a very a wide angle lens, so everything looks Thick. really dramatic. But the lens is it's only from lot. here to it's here fantastic. to me. But it's a fifteen millimeter. But I mean, this is this is not a big card. This is your little two fan. I ABU. always judge cards by how much further they extend past the uh, the two slot plate at the end. Exactly. You yeah, know where, one, the, where you you know no where you you know tie it into the 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 back, computer back plate. Yeah. Yes. See, oh, yeah, look, yeah. it yeah, extends yeah. well past that. Okay. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, it is a little okay. bit. So then we bit. look at the... It's girthy. Yeah, there, there you see? go. Oh, That's a small oh. card. Small. That's uh, very... Now, if you've got 3D glasses right now, the effect would be really good. Kind of kind of pull that in and yeah, out well, there, kind of, kind of push, push that Nvidia sort of bailed on that. There's no yep. more active 3D glasses. Oh, so you can't use it. It's anymore. supposed to be okay. in VR now. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Show's YouTube over. YouTube chat. Thanks for says watching. Nice forty. Nice forty fifty. You got there. Says YouTube chat. Yeah. Here's a. Hey, I have a forty fifty prototype yeah, board here in my hands. Card. Um, <laughs> you've he seen used it. it uh, open a, he used it to open a Sprite Zero earlier. I, I did. I, I I had some issues opening my Sprite Zero at the beginning of the show, so I I rammed the. Luckily, this thing wouldn't open. The, the tab You're, didn't unlock the. Anyway, it's, it was luckily fine. Luckily, you had a forty fifty. I had a forty fifty on uh, hand, so I just I just bashed the can with this to open it, and it's fine. I think I haven't yep. retested it obviously since doing that. Thus proving it has um, at least one use. Hmm. If you, if you want to see that, uh, it's a Patreon members yeah, only. Absolutely. Kind of I should make a special video for patrons. Um. I'm Sebastian's opens sure. things inappropriately with video cards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my gosh, that sounds very, very that, interesting. You should definitely do I that. I was about to suggest that. I think that's a good idea. Yep. I could go outside and use this as a paint scraper on my uh, garage <laughs> yep. door. You I have could a wooden garage it door. Like, it needs to be repainted. Um, so. How about hey, do you have any plants to garden need to be doing done oh, in yeah. your in your house? Oh, yeah. Like, scrape, scrape. This, this side is very, well, it's not smooth. The, right. I guess like I just use the the um the slot. Well, if you need some patterning, you can texture the fingers in. Yeah, I think maybe yeah. doing a little sanding and then some nail pop fills with it. I think that would be outstanding. Yep. You should definitely do that. You, you know, in in uh, Michigan, by the end of August, aren't you getting frost? You could use it to scrape your car windshield. Oh, yeah, maybe. I, I don't want to ruin the card, card because card that, I mean, though. look at all the useful display outputs it has on it. I have three Display Ports and an HDMI on this thing. Wow, so, what resolutions can you drive with that in multiples of four? I don't know. At least mm. at least 1080. For at sure. least 1080, yep. Mm-hmm. This one came with a nice back plate. Oh, that is nice. Well, well, the back yep, plate is significantly longer than the GPU, though. I mean... Uh, like how much longer? Like significantly oh, like longer. longer. <laughs> mm, wow. Like 20%-ish longer. Yeah. But it's got yeah. that blow-through design where the fan would go there. So Not yep, necessary. This is 115, 130 watt. Brett, what are you talking you? about? That's a bottle opener. You just yeah. stick the bottle cap but in there and pop Sebastian, it up. Sebastian. Okay, we're watching we're two hours. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to hit the two two hours button. This in. I'm going to start recording you now.